I'm Carolyn. And I'm Bethany. And we are Sisters, Sisters in Song. Song. And here we are for episode eight. We've made eight episodes. That's I can't even believe it. Pretty awesome. Good times. <laughs> so we are back to work, sort of. <laughs> this week in songwriting, we slacked. Slacked big time. We really Especially slacked. me. You slacked. I slacked a little worse than you. I slacked, but yeah, you might have slacked worse. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, today we got back into it. Yeah, though. today was we've decided that Saturdays are kind of our day to write because obviously there's more time. Um, we both have full time jobs, I have like five jobs, and you have a, like five full time jobs. Yeah. So, we decided that our day is probably Saturdays, but we're going to still try to keep writing throughout the week if we can. We really need to because the more we write, the better we perfect our yeah. craft you use it or lose it that's right just like yeah. Katara said she writes all the time so yeah. we need to be diligent it makes me think back to doing aerobics with uh, Denise Austin if you rest you'll rust <laughs> what did so, Paul McCartney say Paul McCartney says do, do it, it now d-i-n do, do it, it now. now that's right okay so let's get into what we've been doing this so what week have we been doing slacking yeah so I actually did the write-in this week um, with Sarah Spencer's song club and I worked on revising a song that I had started and then um, a song that you had started and we're not going to talk about that this week but hopefully in the future we can talk about some of those iterations of songs and then today today we did a deep dive and we talked about childhood memories in our that was our prompt and we both came up with a lot of similar things talking about living on the farm and growing up there and and um, the funny adventures that we did and our imaginations growing up so now I feel like we need to use those imaginations for songs but yes <laughs> I feel like I mean definitely we created our own fun because we kind of were in the middle of nowhere yes yeah, so no kids around like neighborhood no neighborhood kids really at all yeah so and then today we also worked on with our writing better lyrics book that uh, written by pat pattison we worked on stripping cha sorry chapter nine which was called stripping your repetition for repainting and when he talks about painting um he talks about using your verses to kind of color the lyrics to set up the chorus because obviously the chorus is the part of the song that's repeated over and over again so you want each verse to kind of inform that chorus but in a different way so that it's not stagnant so each verse can be about a bit different thing but it should always reflect on the chorus and give the chorus more of a story with each repeat I guess if that's a good way to say it and today's um, lesson also talked about neutral tense, neutral point of view, and having the chorus be neutral. So the exercise that we did from that chapter was neutralizing a refrain and a chorus. So for neutralizing, it was making it so, like, as far as the tense goes, so that you're not having to change tense with each chorus. So, like, say you're talking about, when we were kids, we did this. It was really fun, is the chorus. It was really fun. And then... Now I'm older, it is really fun. So you want to keep that chorus in the same tense. I'm not sure that that's making any sense, but. Um. But, one, but the lesson that he gave us or the um, exercise that we did was falling too hard. And so we had to do, um, it was exercise 13 in this chapter. We had to do falling too hard as our refrain. 
yep, as our refrain, but it all it had to be falling too hard, too hard to wait, to fall too hard, and then too hard a fall. So yeah, so falling too hard, I can't remember what it was called, but doing the the too far too fall oh my god, to fall too hard was using the infinitive, but we're not gonna do a grammar lesson. We're just gonna read you our verse with that refrain three times. And then we had to change the chorus so that it was neutral as well because so, the chorus repeats. Yeah, do you want to read our... So. Okay, so falling too hard, uh, we said, Like a lead balloon, I fell too soon when you came into the room. Like the Joker card, it's easy falling too hard. Which could also work with, Like a lead balloon, I fell too soon when you came in the room. Like a Joker card, it's easy to fall too hard. And then finally the... Should we read it together? I'm just kidding. You can read it. Like a lead balloon, I fell too soon. When you came in the room, like the Joker card, it's easy to fall too hard. Too, <laughs> too hard a fall. Too hard a fall was the last too one. Too hard a fall. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. And then the chorus was ready for love, searching for the this is how good stuff, it. hoping to find enough ready for love. And it had like pronouns and we were supposed to take the pronouns out to make it neutral. And um, change the verbs. I wish that we had the example here with us, but alas, no, we did not bring the book. In I yet. did bring the book in oh, here. Well, look at that. So let's it, have some witty banter right now while I find it. Uh, there okay, it is. So the original was, "I'm ready for love. I search for the good stuff. I hope I can find enough. I'm ready for love." And we changed it to, "Ready for love. Searching for the good stuff. Hoping to find enough. Ready for love." So that it could go with, so that it was neutral. There wasn't a specific person or character that it was going along with. And so that it could go with, with each, verse. each verse that we write. That yep. I hope that made any sense. I'm not sure. It was it a, I, yeah, I'm not sure it did either. But it was a good exercise. And hopefully we can kind of incorporate that into going forward. I feel like we need our high paid editor to come in and edit this part. Oh, wait. <laughs> That's us. <laughs> okay. So now it's time for show and tell, which is where we share something we wrote that we like or didn't like and why, and plus any feedback that we might have for each other. So um, I started with a prompt from two weeks ago from our song club, um, and it is a prompt known as a word set. So Sarah gives us a set of words, and then you're supposed to incorporate that into your song. So the words for the week were pink, umbrella, terrazzo patio, shady, sipping, lay, place, and out relaxing. So obviously this one has sort of a summary vibe to it. Um, and what I started doing with this was I did a free write. Were you going to say something? No. Oh. I just didn't want to have the pages oh, turning okay. in. The <laughs> I was going to say good times. Um, so what I started doing is I started out by writing a free write and incorporating these words. So I took 10 minutes to write, and I'll, I'm just going to read a little bit of it. Um, so, tiny pink umbrellas lay floating in the discarded pina coladas as the party guests slid onto the dance floor on the terrazzo patio. I sat relaxing under the shady tree, watching, oh, wa just watching. I felt completely out of place, a puzzle piece from the entirely wrong puzzle. I watched couples slipping into each other's arms as I nursed my drink and my loneliness. 
I shed my heels and fanned my face with the wedding program. This had been advertised to me as the wedding in paradise and just what I needed to get my mind off of him. Okay, so, and then it goes on and on. So I took the summer feel into a kind of a breakup bitter song. Um, and that was my first free write. It goes on for a little ways. And then I went back and did another 10 minute free write and I tried to actually write a song from it. And so I took those, those um, things from the free write that I kind of liked and I tried to make them into the song. So I started with tiny cocktail umbrella poised in my drink. And then I crossed that out and I started again. Sitting by myself, the cast-off puzzle piece, everyone looks happy and everyone at peace, but I'm sitting here staring down this drink. Um, pink cocktail umbrella, take my thoughts away to a place without thoughts of my ex-man's face, maybe to nothingness or to some far-off place. Come on, pink umbrella, please help me escape. And then friends taunt me from the dance floor, spinning circles, laughing at me. Am I lost in Milton's world, did I pluck an apple from the tree? No paradise to surround myself, just this pink umbrella and me. And then after I did that, I was like, okay, that's a little heavy, a little kind of ridiculous. And so I took some time to take some of the words that I liked and put together, um, you know, words that were similar, words that were totally the opposite. So um, I started with paradise and I had paradise, bliss, delight, cloud nine, and then the opposite being dystopia or misery. Then I took heat, passion, intensity, and the opposite, stoic, cool, frigid, and then dance, shuffle, two-step, flirt, and then again, the opposite, standstill and wallflower. And then I tried it again, and this is where I've settled for now. I still think it needs work and hopefully you'll give me some feedback here but um so pink umbrella sitting by myself this cast sorry let me start over sitting by myself the cast off puzzle piece everyone looks happy and everyone at peace but i'm sitting here alone just staring down this drink and then the chorus pink umbrella take my thoughts away to a place without the memory of my ex's face maybe into nothingness or to some far off place come on pink umbrella please help me to escape my friends taunt me from the dance floor, spinning circles and point at me. They're all flirting with each other. I wish they'd just let me be. I'm drowning in my failure, just this pink umbrella and me. Pink cocktail umbrella, take my thoughts away to a place without the memory of my ex's face. Maybe into nothingness or to some far off place. Come on, pink umbrella, please help me to escape. I'm tired of being a wallflower, the one who's always hanging back. So what if my man left me? It's time to get myself on track. Gonna take this shot of whiskey. Watch out, this girl is back. And then potentially the rest of the chorus from there. So that was my stopping. I Really, the first verse didn't change much from its original, um, but I don't know. What do you think? So I was gonna say, going back to the exercise that we did with the boxes from Pat Patterson, you have followed that by starting out with um, yourself, you are by yourself, everyone else looks happy, and you're feeling like I'm all alone here, I don't belong in this party, wedding, whatever it is. And then the second verse is your friends are trying to get you to come be involved, trying to get you to come dance. And then the third verse is you finally come around and say, I'm tired of being the wallflower. I'm going to go forward and get myself back up again, get out there and socialize and have fun. And I think that that 
progresses because you you know we the boxes are supposed to progress and have like a different like past present and future or some or, sort of evol- yeah some sort of action. way that it actually moves for the story forward and i actually like the uh, chorus a lot i was thinking with exercise 13 oh. how could we make it neutral so like the last you say please help me to escape in all of the and each time you do the chorus that's kind of the ref, that is the refrain so if we were to say like helping to escape or oh. something like that oh yeah yeah that would be one we'd have to kick around a little bit and, and try different things with but oh. to, but how would we make that neutral was my first thought of so even yeah and even the second line so pink um, pink cocktail umbrella take the thoughts away yeah instead of my thoughts which would make it more neutral yeah Ooh, so maybe that can be our plan for this week is to try and figure try out and how take... to make this neutral yes okay. okay so that's that's a good all right coming up thing that we will do and what okay. are you going to show and tell today Miss okay. Bethany? so i worked on a prompt from the five and five challenge actually we worked on this together um we bowed out of the uh five and five challenge because of all of my job issues so we, but we kept the prompts and thought we'll go back and do them again. So the prompt this that we actually the second song that we've written from the prompts. We have another one that we aren't talking about right now, but um, maybe at a later podcast. But yes. yeah, anyway. So that we this is the second one. You're right. Um, and what Sarah Spencer did from Song Club was uh, prompt what said, "I dare you to go for the high note, literal, literally and metaphorically." So we were driving back from. Some concert or other. Yes, and we, can I just add in, we didn't literally go for the high note only because we didn't, we haven't put melodies to anything yet. Yes. So yeah. we, but we did metaphorically with our song. So um, we wrote down some ideas of what high note meant to us. And again, this was done in the car. Carolyn was writing and I was driving, but we were both coming up with the ideas together. And um, so we talked about ideas of what high note means. For example, meeting the goal an epiphany or insight, going out on a high note, being the bigger person, or a high, or like literally a high voice, a high note. Um, and we decided to use going out on a high note as kind of a breakup song. So that's where our process started. We used the exercise from Pat Pattison again with the boxes to progress our story. So our box one was we are out on the town, um, could have torn you down could have uh oh you show up that's right let me let me back up there we're out on the town with friends you come and smell like someone else's perfume right Mm -hmm. and we could have torn that second that was the second box we could have torn you down right there but we i could have torn you down right there but i decided to be the bigger person take the high road high note um Box two was when I found out you cheated, I could have called my ex and cheated too, but I stayed to work things out. And then box three, I'm over it. I stayed too long. I'm taking the higher ground or higher note and wishing you well. Um, We wrote version one and we were laughing because we kept coming up with rhymes that rhymed with chronic gout. Well, it rhymes really well with, why did I think it rhymed with high note? I'm not sure, but we, we kept we kept coming up with different rhymes for with chronic, chronic gout. gout, and we couldn't stop laughing. So then we wrote version two, which I'm going to read to you now, and this is this kind is of kind of where we are right now. So here we go. I was waiting for you 
at water to wine, knocking back whiskey and feeling fine. You strutted in, smelling like her perfume. I put on my fake smile and started to fume. Should have torn you down in front of our friends. Should have sent you packing right there and then. But I stuck around while you were out playing, seeing through all of the things you weren't saying. I had every chance but never gave in. Could have run away with a number of men. I could have strung you along and slandered your name. I could have beat you at your own cheating game. Chorus. But I'm leaving on a high note. Tore up the letter I wrote with a list of how you've done me wrong. And I'm leaving on a high note. Packed my bag and put on my coat. So I'll say goodbye and leave you with this song. So I'm saying, saving the last shred of my pride. You can't tell me that I didn't try. I can be the bigger person and wish you well instead of telling you to go to hell. Now I'm done. I can't take any more. I'll blow you a kiss as I walk out the door. But I'm leaving on a high note. Tore up the letter I wrote with a list of how you've done me wrong. And I'm leaving on a high note. Packed my bag and put on my coat. So I'll say goodbye and leave you with this song. So I like how we worked together. And I think that the lyrics are stronger than the song that I wrote on my own. Because I feel like we kind of bounce ideas off of each other and... Um, like for example in verse one the last two lines start with should have this and then should have this and then in the second verse they start with I could have done this and I could have done this and so I just feel like we really like fed off of each other and came up with ideas besides chronic gout that actually worked (laughs) that actually worked for the song I mean I still think there are things that could be fine-tuned again we could take this one um Oh, yeah. And make it neutral. Although I like the I'm in the chorus. Yeah. So I don't know. We can we can work on, but it might be interesting just to see if we make it neutral, how we would change. So I'll say goodbye and leave you with this song. Like, what would that end up being? I would like to take this and put it into song club to get feedback from somebody else and then see where we could take it from there. Yeah. So maybe that's the next thing for this, for this song. song. That's a good so idea. The other one we'll try and make neutral and then this one we'll put to song to song, song club song putting fancy it out song to you club. song fancy song club we need some help <laughs> okay i feel like i need an air horn like between sections like we need to go bah, bah. <laughs> concert rehash 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 <laughs> so we're going to talk now about this is going to be something that we try and do in all of our podcast episodes as long as we've been to a concert yes which we've got a lot coming up um, but lyrics that we love, things that stood out about the concert, why we love this artist, favorite songs that we, they played, and what we, maybe what they didn't play, what we wanted to hear. Um, so, so we actually went to two shows in the last week. Go figure. Uh, we went to see Michael, Franti, and Spearhead in Kansas City at the Power and Light District. And then we went to see Andy Grammer in Omaha at the... Ambassador, what is it called? Admiral. Thank you. It used to be Soka Hall. It's forever Soka it, Hall yeah, in my forever mind. Forever Soka Hall in my mind too. It's like, it's like all of the places, like the Ranch Bowl and stuff like that, that used to be here in Omaha. There's still those. There's still those Although places. Although the Ranch Bowl is a Walmart. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's yeah. <sighs> Sad. Anyway, we went to Michael Franti and Andy Grammer, and I say, I mean, both of us had the same kind of reaction that the best part of the shows, and probably. I can't even decide which one. Probably Michael Franti more so than Andy Grammer even. The positivity and the, like, just feeling of joy of being at the shows were amazing. Yeah, jumping up and down, singing. The 
singing along with him, him coming out into the audience, loving on Multiple everyone. Multiple times. Yeah, just loving on everyone. It was like a big love fest. It felt like the hippie of my heart yeah. came alive. <laughs> and I, I just, I mean, he took time to come out and hug people, sing right to them, bring people up on stage. People came up and danced and sang. It was just... Yeah, that one lady that sang, Carol was her name. It's funny. Sang along with him and sang every single word. And then he took the time after the show to come out and he was out there for like, I don't know, we left and he was still standing there hugging people. Yeah, hugging people, taking selfies. And he's got a really good selfie arm, I have to say. (laughs) Better than mine even. But And then the Andy Grammer show was also that same like feeling of like love and inclusivity and everything. It was different because it was so much more, I don't want to say produced because that sounds like a negative, but like, well, he had a set. Like the like, set was like so, yeah, put together and there was like an upstairs and a downstairs and he had like guys with horns and I mean, not that Michael Franti didn't have extra musicians, but it was just like. I don't know. It was really like put together. I can't think of a better word. Yeah, stage. Not, not stage sounds kind of negative bad. too. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it was it was amazing. Like he he also had that vibe he, of love. And, yeah, and he played the trumpet. I mean, it was it was both were really awesome and shows. He brought his um, opener up with him too for one song, and yeah, loved her name it. was Devin Cole. She was also yeah really good. Yeah, she sang with him, and they sat down. He and she and then one other member of his band and they sat down and just harmonized a song and it was like goosebump. Yeah. It was yeah. yeah. And both shows cried. Of course. It's we always our motto is it's not a show unless you cry. <laughs> so both both check the boxes. So yep. favorite songs I would say from Michael Bronte, Say Hey, I Love You was my favorite because I danced my butt off during that <laughs> one. And that was the very last one he did and we just danced and danced and danced. It was awesome. And I, I, it's hard for me to pick one. Yeah. He, I mean, all of them. Of t- the night. That's yes. The, yeah. All of them touched my heart and soul. But I feel like one of the ones that I really felt like we were all this big family was work hard and be nice. And that just kind of encapsulated this, the whole night. The whole show and the, really, yeah, his whole, like, being. And then for the Andy Grammer show. So, admittedly, I was not a huge Andy Grammer fan, probably, like, two three years ago and then I've heard more songs and started to really like like them more like him more um and then I heard this song the I am yours song and I was like okay I really I mean there are other ones too that I liked but there were some I was just like yeah it's okay I just didn't like trip my trigger you know but this that song I am yours and then when they sang it was amazing yeah I for me, the, my favorite this time was uh, "Don't Give Up on Me," and but there's so many that play my heartstrings that yeah. I am just. I, of course, I bawled, and "Brighter Day" made me ball. There was, I mean, I feel like he has progressed into becoming more of a. I don't know that that type of songwriter that's like for the people, you know, yeah. and not so much like super pop. Because I really that "Honey, I'm Good" song, I'm just kind of like, eh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, it's written way better than anything I've written, but you know, it's just not. It's not. One it doesn't grab you. Yeah. Yep. 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 Okay. Are we gonna do this first, or are we gonna do? This? Okay. What's coming up? What's coming up? What's coming up? Um, we're still doing guitar. We are still struggling with many things, but we passed S prime, and so we are done. We've been playing the S prime <laughs> exercise 
It feels like a year. It does. I, I'm at telling least. you, it feels I, like a year. But I feel like I didn't at pass. Least, I don't feel like, he was I like, like almost, oh, you passed. I'm like, are you sure? Yeah, Steve, are you sure? I'm really not so sure. I mean. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to keep practicing it I am too. Sure. But it's off of our thing now. It's off yeah. of our practice sheet. And now we're starting new things. I feel like um, we graduated a little bit there. There was a new exercise that we don't have the name of. Um, but. We'll come back and tell you it's next like, week. Something skipping, I can't yeah, remember. I can't yeah, remember we'll talk about it next time. Um, we also are still working on the pentatonic scale, but instead of just doing the A minor pentatonic scale, now we are trying it from different uh, notes. So we were doing it in E minor, and then we were doing it in, he said we're going to do it in G, yeah. and doing the different positions of the pentatonic scale. In different keys. Yes, so that that was fun. And it, it's kind of fun because now you can like jam now that you know the shapes of the scale. And he sent us a uh, kind of a background music that we can jam along with. So I'm really excited I about know. playing with Me that. Me too. It's getting more and more fun. Yeah. I feel like we're we are advancing, even though it feels like we suck. I feel like we are we're advancing. Getting, yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> and then we're learning some new songs. Yes, we are. We started with um, King of the Road last week yes and are learning str a lot of doing a lot of strumming with that and switching chords which and i'm terrible at changing our capo so we now have capos yep. working with the capo and then oh and then we're doing smoking in the boys room um with the drop d tuning which basically you tune your low e to a d and then work from there and he told us uh, oh also on power chords but we're doing one finger power chords and steve told us it's because Dr uh, not drummers guitarists in the 80s were super lazy and they only wanted to use one finger to do it and i'm like i can see that because they were on too many drugs yeah. <laughs> and doing their hair and whatever they were doing yes feathered exactly. and lethal absolutely oh my gosh okay so that's what we're learning there i am kind of with my voice yeah, stuff i was gonna ask you i worked on a beatles song last week again and um which beatles song uh i've just seen a face and I'm going to, um, I took this week off, but then I'm going to try and get in my next one next week. And I'm not sure what song I'm going to work on. I'm either going to work on Heart Like a Truck by Lainey Wilson or something by Brandy Carlisle. And I'm still trying to work that out. That's my um, teacher, Jessica, told me to maybe look for something by Brandy Carlisle. So I might do that. Um, <clears throat> okay. And then we were going to talk about finally our favorite lyric of this week why what is it what why are you connecting with it uh what is its meaning for you so we talked just a few seconds ago about the opener for andy grammar um devon cole and she we were we hadn't heard her before and on our way back from kansas city we were like oh well, let's turn her on and give her a try and the first song we listened to was called witch or w-i-t-c-h which stands for woman in total control of herself which I mean, just such clever and awesome lyrics. Um, it was written by Devin Cole and John Nelson. Um, and my favorite lyrics from the actual song were, Come out and play. It's fun in the dark. Tell me, why are you so scared of a woman in charge? And I just loved it because it, the whole song is about women's empowerment and just like, you know, you getting to make the decisions and not have to listen to anybody, what anybody else says. It's all, it's all up to you. Um, plus, we met Devin after the show at the merch table, and she was so incredibly nice. She, like, stood and talked to everybody, and she just was – she was an amazing person. 
So mine that I picked for lyrics this week is from Work Hard and Be Nice, by Michael, written by Michael Franti and Jonathan David Singleton. And I really love the whole song, but I picked out this part. Everybody don't want nobody to know that everybody's got a soul with a great big hole in the middle of it. Life's a riddle and we try to solve it. So when it, it's dark, look on the bright side. And when it rains, wait on the sunshine. Everybody likes getting them good vibes because everybody's got a heart on the inside. And that, again, just went along with all of his positivity and his love. And I actually had a bad day one day this week, and I turned this song on, and it made me feel better. So that's why it's vibing with me this week. Yeah, and that's my favorite lyric, too, about everybody's got a heart on the inside. It's like sometimes it's hard to remember that, but but we should. So anything else? I think that's it for this episode. All right, well. As the Winnebago man would say, do us a kindness. And if you like our podcast, please uh, give it five stars or a thumbs up or tell your friends, your family, your dogs about our podcast and follow us and listen to our episodes.